Today's episode is brought to you by the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. To learn more, visit usbank.com slash altitude go. Today's episode is brought to you by Wise, the account that helps you manage your money around the world, which is huge for travelers. I've been a customer and a fan for 10 years. The Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast, and they do it all without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. This service has been so critical for me in my life as a traveler, as a nomad, as somebody living abroad, and you can join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account can help you out on the road at wise.com slash travel. That's wise, W-I-S-E dot com slash travel, or download the app. This episode of Zero to Travel is brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. What does every Christmas special need? It should have some Christmas music. A splash of good humor. And it should radiate holiday cheer, the cozy feeling of warmth, giving, and sharing time together. You're going to get all three and much more today, including our top 10 holiday traditions revealed, plus a big announcement at the end and a funny surprise as we look back on a decade of our favorite Norwegian Christmas moments celebrating the 10th year of the Norwegian Christmas Spectacular on Adorta. Yes. You want to get us into the show? Sure. Welcome to (laughs) (laughs) the Zero to Travel podcast, my friend. She doesn't even know the name of my own show. (laughs) Of course I do, but I wasn't really sure what to say. (laughs) Here we go. Welcome, my friend. Here we go, Anadorta. It's happening. It's My happening. lovely wife sitting here on the couch. And as we record this, we're very close to Christmas, aka Yule in Norwegian. Well, you'll be hearing that word today. Yule, J-U-L, spelled J-U-L, Yule. Welcome back to the show, finally. Thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an honor. You know, I know I didn't really prep you for that intro there. Yeah, I know, know what your name <laughs> of your show is. I know that. Well, this is a big one because, first of all, let's set the scene. We always do this with the holiday uh, spectacular. We are in our living room looking at a gorgeous Christmas tree, lights twinkling, stockings hung by the chimney with care, you know, all the good stuff. We don't have a fire because it's actually a little bit too warm for that in some ways. Yeah. Uh, but we have all our holiday decorations up and the Christmas skunk is in full effect. We have a Christmas <laughs> skunk, which Unfortunately. is a point of contention in this house. I got it, uh, something from my childhood. Anyway, I digress. We've got a, a retrospective here today on 10 years of producing this annual special, producing memories together. What do you think? Are you excited for this one? I am. I am too. (laughs) It is really, to me, about celebrating first times all over again. Let me explain what I mean by this. By the way, I prepped Anadorta a little bit for this show, but 
it's going to be a little bit off the cuff, and that, that's what keeps it interesting, right? We're going to play some clips today from some of the prior episodes. You have not heard any of the clips nope. I've picked out, so when I pause, I'm actually going to stop and play her the clip that you hear, and then we're going to talk about it and, and get her reaction, and it's going to be all around you know the holiday themes. And when I say celebrating first times... I feel like, you know, the first time you do something, you can only really do it once, but you have like that childlike mindset where you do things you've done before and it feels like the first time. It's like the beginner's mind kind of you go in and you you experience it as a with like that childlike wonder. And for me, the the Christmas spectacular is actually an opportunity for that because we always record it before we have our Christmas here and then before we go up to visit your parents and have Christmas uh, where you come from in rural Norway and it just reminds me it kind of makes me appreciate all of the sort of traditions that sometimes you know as the years pass you can take them for granted but if you really take your time to kind of feel it and experience it as like a first timer in a way as much as you can it it, I think it ups the level of appreciation yeah that's true yeah I agree and also that aspect when you are doing it with somebody that hasn't done it before for us especially when you do it with your kids and do it with them for the first time but you haven't done it your whole life it's like doing it like from the beginning again yeah yeah you get to see it through their eyes and it feels like the first time again in some ways Yeah. yeah it really is but i mean even if you don't have kids anybody can can do that i think it's really embracing that mindset of like, I mean, that's one of the things, one of the themes here I wanted to pull out as we get into this. We're going to have five glorious, fun, Christmas-filled, holiday-filled segments coming up, along with the top 10 list and some of the other things I mentioned, this this funny surprise and this uh, big announcement at the end. Um, But we're going to start and kick this off in the first segment, going way back to the very first annual Christmas spectacular. Uh oh. A decade ago. Can you believe that? Not really. Think about that. <laughs> you know, I, th- I don't know. I had this idea. I was like, oh, wouldn't it just be fun to do a holiday special? And we did it. We put it together. And here we are 10 years later doing it again. And to me, even though this, this is literally the very first clip from the very first Norwegian Christmas spectacular, and it's still one of my most unforgettable Norwegian Christmas moments. Have a listen. We're literally dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh That's true. through the fields, snowy fields of Norway. You can hear the horse bells. Where I grew up. There we were on the one-horse open sleigh through the Norwegian forest. That was before we had kids. That's true. It's yeah. uh, something we've done since your first Christmas in Norway. Yeah. Yeah. My dad have taken us every year since. Mm-hmm. To the farm across from where you, your dad's yeah. farm is. Yeah. And there's a guy named Hadi. Yeah. And he's got an old wooden sleigh and horses and he hooks it up and you hear the bells and the whole thing. It's so nice. You ride out. It's gorgeous moonlight. And if, if the clouds are free, even if not, I mean, you're just in a beautiful forest. You stop, you have a fire, you have this warm glug. Yeah. The mulled wine, but we it's non-alcoholic, I think. But it's, uh, it's not yeah, enough. and gingerbread cookies, pepper yeah. caca, we call it, in and the, a fire, and yeah, and a fire. It's very nice. 
it's super nice and still one of those experiences that, I mean, when I first had it, it was blowing my mind because this is what you hear in one of the most famous Christmas songs, right? Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Like, yeah, that's from like whatever, 1700. Like, who does that now? And here we were in Norway in the countryside doing it. This is even before I think your the road your parents live on was paved. I think it was just like a gravel road at that mm-hmm. point. I can't even remember. But it, anyway, special, special moment. I mean, we're going to be talking about some more unforgettable Norwegian Christmas moments as we go through this retrospective. But I have to say thank you for giving me my first and only, not the only one, but the only time I've ever done a one horse open sleigh ride has been with you guys in Norway. And it's just, it's so special. I think we all love it. Yeah. yeah. So cozy. Nice. nice. You get bundled up. Magical. Can't, I can't uh, say anything more about it other than it's just magical. And, and we're doing it again this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what the magic is what Christmas is all about, as we as we said. So it's now a family tradition and one that uh, I really enjoy. Let's move into the the gifts. Not a big part of it for us. I mean, it is like everybody else. We exchange gifts, but I feel like the best gift is getting the time together. Of course, but Absolutely. our favorite and least favorite gifts we're going to share a little bit later. You know, one of the things that was interesting when you go to another country and you're learning about their traditions, you get the, what to you is maybe like the wonky version because it's like it's different from your version. It sounds a bit wonky, a bit different, a bit off, even though it's not because it's just different because it's from another place. And I want to talk about who brings the gifts. That's where I'm getting at here because this is a lot (laughs) different than the person who brings the gifts in the USA. The person who brings the gift varies from country to country. I didn't know much about how how to celebrate the holidays here when I first came, including anything about the guy who brings the gifts. And, you know, around the world, you got Kris Kringle, Father Christmas, Papa Noel, St. Nicholas, Santa Claus. But who brings the gifts in Norway? Julenissen. Yes, the Julenissen. And this is a... This is you explaining the Norwegian Santa, the Julenissen, to me for the first time. So <laughs> you can have a listen. Well, let's hear if he changed. <laughs> the Norwegian Santa, he's pretty small. He um, wears like a backpack, a small one, and he's friends with all the animals all the horses, the chiefs and the cows and all the animals out in the forest take care of them during the year. And in Norway, it's a tradition that on Christmas Eve, you have to put out porch with cinnamon and butter and sugar on the barn for the Santa to please him or else he won't come. And the Santa in Norway doesn't come through the chimney. He comes through the door he knocks on the window and the kids thinks he's a little scary but he's very nice and he's small he's probably like around one meter or something he wears a red hat like every santa's does but he has like a knitted sweater and wool pants 
You know, I'm still convinced that your dad is actually Santa Claus because he has the belly and the beard. Let's just say that. And he looks quite like Santa Claus. So anyway, he's not a small Santa Claus. That's true. Maybe he's one of my, the Santa's helper, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And this is still the same. Still the same? <laughs> still the same. You're, you're a little bit taller than him, I think. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Just kidding. Well, I still haven't figured out if your dad. Well, you said my my dad is Santa, so I still haven't figured out if he's actually Santa. He does now. Our kids thinks that too. Towards the North Pole, you know, I had an inside look recently on how the Yulanisa sees the world. If you know what I mean, do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> was the Yulanisa. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Forgot that with Don't like tell you should anybody. you should you should tell about that success story. Um <laughs> what when I was the Yulanisa at yeah. the daycare? Yeah. The Barnahaga here we call it the daycare. Yeah, I dressed up as the Yulanisa. I think our kids are sleeping and distributed the raisins to the children in a very orderly fashion. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did I do? Was it a total disaster? We still got to get that costume back to the neighbor, oh, by yeah, the way. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, was it success? I don't know. You got busted pretty like uh, early on from the neighbor kids. Yeah. And everybody and, was running around screaming that yeah, it's Oscar's so, dad. Yeah, well, it's the Oscar's first, dad. Yeah, our son is Oscar. And the first thing that happened is I got all dressed up. I was ready. I was spending all this time preparing in, in the green room. <laughs> you also came like, out in the kitchen. In the, in the all the kids saw you. I didn't were, know what I was doing. I barely no. see. And I came out and I had the burlap sack and the whole thing. And I'm thinking, all right, this is it. I'm going to go make these kids happy. And the first thing I see is a kid, a neighbor kid who's in our son's. Uh, he goes in the same little group as our son at the daycare. And he walks right up to me and he says, in Norwegian, I'll translate it. You're not Santa Claus. You're just Oscar's dad. That's just Oscar's dad. That's just, that's Oscar's dad. That's not Santa Claus. And then a hundred kids were like, it's Oscar's dad. I had that moment in a second, you know, like in a comedy film where, you know, the, the character, the main character has like a sick fantasy where he's like, listen, kid, (laughs) you know, you better shut your mouth. I know where you live, you know, (laughs) don't tell anybody, but, uh, you know, of course, whatever. I told you to not talk. <laughs> I shouldn't have talked. No. Never, never let a talk. Podcaster, be the Yulanisa, no. because he can't shut up. Okay. Uh, hopefully, you're giggling, giggling along with us <laughs> at this point. Um, you know, I was fascinated by the Yulanisa because of his diminutive size, yet like the power he packs mm-hmm. in such a small size. Size and, doesn't matter. Yeah, well, like, each <laughs> each of the very funny each of the uh, Santa Claus and Nisa they all have their own qualities, their own traits, and we in the fifth Norwegian Christmas spectacular we decided to match them up. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. To see who would win in a battle between. Wasn't it a tie? We're going to have to find out right now between the American Santa Claus and the Yulanisa. Mm, I'm rooting for the Yulanisa. All the way, baby. Have a listen to the Santa Claus versus Yulanisa throwdown from the fifth Christmas Spectacular. Let's get ready to rumble! 
in this corner, weighing in at roughly 30 kilograms, maybe a little less, guardian of farm and animals. He loves a pat of butter on his porridge. He's a shapeshifter, potentially, and the Norse meaning of his name might be dear little relative. It might not. We're not sure. The Yulanisa from Norway. (laughs) (laughs) And in this corner, hailing from the North Pole. He's known by many names. St. Nicholas, Chris Kringle, Father Christmas, but you know him best as Santa Claus weighing in at a whopping 150 kilograms, maybe? Not quite sure. He's a pretty big dude. Santa Claus! <laughs> he should go to boot camp or something. 150 kilo? Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, let's get into this. The tale of the tape between the Norwegian Yulenisen and Santa Claus. Let's start with the height. Yulenisen coming in at just under three feet, about 90 centimeters somewhere around there, and Santa Claus, kind of regular-sized guy, maybe average height, a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to give the edge to the Santa Claus here because certainly with those big black boots, he could probably stomp out the Yulnisa pretty easy. That's true, but does size matter, though? Well, we're going to find out in the next <laughs> category, but we're going to give the edge to Santa Claus here. Now, let's go Yulnisa Versus Santa Claus, weight, pound for pound. I mean, we got Yulanisa small, right? He's small, but he's yeah. ridiculous. Very strong. Ridiculously strong, yeah. right? Yeah. Just crazy strong? Yeah. Just like a normal Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> and Santa Claus, let, let's be honest, a little fat. Just like a regular American. Uh, hey. <laughs> <What? laughs> Sorry. Oops. A little lazy. Wow. I'm really sorry. Anna Dorta speaking her true mind here and married to American nonetheless. Uh That's rough. That's what my daughter would say. We are going to give the edge to Nisa because he's small but ridiculously strong and pound for pound clearly has an advantage over Santa Claus. Let's go with the beards right now. Both long and white, correct? Yeah. It's a draw. I would say so. It's a draw. Yeah. Temperament. Oops. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, if you want to get a hint of what the Yulanese's temperament <laughs> might be, you can just <laughs> listen to Anna Dorothy here. Borrow my get, wife. She's getting riled up. She's ready to throw down. <laughs> uh, we can. It's safe to say that Santa Claus is jolly, happy, friendly, he just ho, ho, ho all day long. Yeah, he's yeah. just a happy dude. He's he's, he's kind of like our son, just smiling all the time, easy going. That's true. And you, Lanisa? Yeah, I guess. Not he's, so much. He's a little moody, just like. A little moody. I read on Wikipedia that he has been known to beat people unconscious <laughs> when he doesn't get a pat of butter yeah. on his porch, for example. Well, or He knows what he wants. If he doesn't get things in a certain way, because his job, it, correct me if I'm wrong, tell us a little bit about the Yule Nisa. He lives in a barn. Yeah, that's a Fios Nisa. We have okay. different variation of, of the Nisa as well, but yeah, the most common is the Fios Nisa, Yule Nisa, 
uh, lives in the barn, protects the barn if the farmer is nice to him. Um, he's good with the animals. If the farmer's nice um, to him. But he do tricks if they don't treat him right. Like tying cows' tails together. Yeah, yeah. I, can mess I, I don't know if I'd call beating things. somebody unconscious for not putting a patty of butter on your uh, on your porridge a trick. <laughs> but mm, no. apparently, little dude can get pretty angry. Yeah, can get very angry. Pretty angry if, if he something doesn't sit right with him. So, temperament, tail the tape. We got to give it to Santa Claus. I mean, jolly, I friendly. You know, I I'm a little. The Yulnis makes me a little nervous. And it's, a little it's probably the diet of the of the Santa Claus. Sounds like one of those little dogs that just gets really pissed off all the time because it's small. You know, it's like, That's true. Uh, <laughs> well, we, we're going to talk about diet here in just a second. First, we're going to go to productivity. Productivity. Yulnisa, guardian of the farm. Yeah. Caretaker of animals. Mm-hmm. He's working, a responsible guy. Working himself nine to, five. to the bone. <laughs> working nine to five. He's little. He's strong. He's running around. I mean, you see Christmas cards with him. He's got wheelbarrows. He's pushing things around, doing things, taking care of animals. Shoveling snow. and yeah. Shoveling snow, taking care of things. Santa Claus kind of just hanging out, letting the elves do all the work, and working one night a year. Yeah, he's a little... He's a little, um, what do you call it? Lazy. Lazy. The edge is definitely going to Yulnisa. Yeah. And the last category of the tale, the tape, diet. Now, Santa Claus was here this morning, as we talked about earlier. He did house some cookies, pounded a glass of milk. He probably did that at every other house he went to early this year. No wonder he's 150 kilo. Yulnisa (laughs) eating... (laughs) Grat, what we call in Norway, porridge. Porridge. Healthy. Pretty yeah, healthy. Pretty healthy. Um, you know, gives you good sustenance, uh, gives you energy for all the work you need to do. Santa's kind of riding that sugar high all the time, probably crashing, but he doesn't it doesn't seem to affect him too much. You know, this could go either way because it depends on your perspective. I like to have a, a, a little health, healthy food. I like, if I'm working a lot, to have something that's going to stick to my ribs, going to keep me full. But I also enjoy cookies and treats and cakes and things like that. So but I got to say this is a draw here. Yeah. AD. I would say so. The winner of the throwdown between the Norwegian Yulanisa and... Santa Claus is both of them. Both of them. It's oh, a draw. It's a nice. draw. It's a total draw, and it deserves to be. They both have their interesting, eccentric qualities, and I love them both for mm. all the things they have to bring to the table. Just don't piss off that that Yulenison. They're the best. <laughs> we'll get back to the show in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. Recently, I went out for tacos, and it wasn't even Friday. Yes, we have Taco Friday 
in Norway. Not Taco Tuesday. Well, more importantly, I could have earned rewards for every scrumptious bite of those chorizo soft shells. Introducing the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points when you go out for dining or order takeout and restaurant delivery, including tacos. Plus, you can earn two times points when you shop for or order your groceries, two times points when you need to fill up or charge up at gas stations and EV charging stations. You're even rewarded with two times points just for your favorite streaming services. Go to usbank.com slash altitude. Go! To learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Win big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash Altitude Go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply. This episode of Zero to Travel is presented by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. From muddy jungle paths and snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder has the capability to take you to some of the most epic destinations on Earth. We're excited to partner with Nissan because our listeners know we love to celebrate the joy of exploring the world and finding the best off-the-beaten-path destinations to visit. And there's no better vehicle for that than the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys, and it even has the best towing capacity in its class, up to 6,000 pounds, so you can bring the fun with you. But Nissan also knows that it's not just about where you go. In a Pathfinder, the real fun comes from getting there, and that's something we love celebrating here on the Zero to Travel podcast. We believe that life is about finding that joy within the journey itself, and that's why we're thrilled to partner with Nissan to celebrate adventurers everywhere. So thanks again to Nissan for sponsoring this episode of Zero to Travel and for the reminder to chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures and enjoy the ride along the way. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Now, back to the show. There you go. A tie. It was a tie. It was a tie. Still the strongest, though. Yeah, you know you married an American. I just want to remind you one more time, you did marry an American. There were a lot of pro-Norwegian comments there. You know, I know. I just, oh. want to, just want to reiterate the fact that you are married, married to you. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry for that, by the way. You're sorry for the comments <laughs> or that I'm married to you? <laughs> that you're married to me, obviously. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry if I offended somebody. It was five years ago or more. <laughs> five, five years ago. We yeah. were having fun. Yeah. We are having fun, and uh, we hope you're having fun as well. Okay. You know, I mean, it was it was a throwdown between the Ulisa and Santa Claus. You can't take that too seriously. Right? <laughs> All right. We talked about who's bringing the gifts and learning those traditions and who that was, and we've had the pleasure of meeting the Ulisa, the taller version. Um, gifts are, of course, part of the holidays. You know, spending time together, always the best. But in terms of like gifts you've been given, Ana Dorota, I'm just curious. What was one of your best ever gifts? It doesn't have to be like the the that best I've ever. Got. But one that, yeah, that you got. Mm, one of my, like, that I remember the best is when I was, I was probably 12. And I had been wanting it for a long time. Because I was really into music and 
Brian Adams CD? <laughs> yeah, for example. <laughs> no, it was, uh, uh, wait, I got wait, my... Wait, 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 hold on. Fun fact, Anna Dorta once wrote a love letter <laughs> to Brian Adams. <laughs> my mom translated it. I was, I was eight years old. Yeah. I didn't know English yet. No. And he replied, or his yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah, his whatever. Team did. Team did, yeah. And uh, she still, I think, pines for him every now and again. Okay. No, I don't. Sorry, get I like track. his... Uh, yeah. Like he cuts like a knife. He's cut like yeah. a knife. <laughs> um, um, yes, yeah, I track. Um, but I was, I think I was twelve, and I got my own CD player. Yeah, and that was like only yeah. mine. Yeah, like my brother had one, and I had to like borrow his or my dad's to be like to be able to listen to music. But I got my own, mm-hmm. and the whole Christmas I was just like sitting in front of this CD player, playing my own music. It was awesome. Yeah. I remember it. So that's like probably one of my strongest and best memories. And then also I have to throw in there that one year before we had kids, you wrote and made me a children's book. Oh, yeah. That's that was, true. That was very yeah. sweet, too. Okay. Well, that's nice to hear. I have to mention that. Wow. Okay. That's surprising to me. Thank you. Yeah. I remember the thrill of having like a Walkman or something and getting a present like that where you could control your own music. And it was such a thrill to be able to just put something on and be with it and just, yeah, be in your room and listen to something that made you feel something. Awesome. Can you think of a worst gift you've ever gotten? That you can publicly announce? I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully I, it's not something that I gave you. I normally appreciate what I get. Yeah. I think like when I was a kid, like soft, uh, we always like poked all the gifts, you know, was yeah. snooking around everywhere, yeah. just like our kids are doing now. <laughs> uh, if they were soft, we were just like, oh, that's like, that's not lame because that would be close or right. something. Yeah. That was an, or like knitted socks or that I really appreciate now. But yeah. when you were like kid you didn't care for that you wanted hard stuff that was like boxed like you would prefer that Mm because that had toys in it right so that's probably like a memory i have and also like things that i i had to share with my brother yeah that was pretty lame (laughs) well unless it was like a board game or something yeah you know but I don't have like a thing, like a thing that I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, who like could yeah. be possible giving me this? Because I think like when you give something, you feel... You're grateful. Yeah, you're grateful yeah. for it. Of course. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised our kids, they seem to like getting clothes and stuff. Yeah, they do. It's yeah. it's great because I remember not really liking that uh, that much when I was a kid either, unless it was like a football jersey or yeah, something. Yeah, something cool with Garfield <laughs> on or something. <laughs> Well, we all know food and drink is a huge part of every what holiday. What is your favorite gift? Oh, wait, you're not going to let me slide? No. no, I didn't actually think about the answer to this question. <laughs> move it along, move it along. No, you have to well, answer Well, I too. mean, the music thing struck a chord with me. Pun intended. Is that a pun? Not really. Reference intended, I don't know. For toys, I remember getting this Indiana Jones truck that, and, and the action figure, and I thought that was really dope (laughs) to get i don't know it was always we were i always felt pretty lucky that we got really nice gifts i mean i remember i got a bunch of ninja weapons one year that was pretty awesome including a grappling hook 
and some Chinese stars. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what sword. those are. I was nine or ten. <laughs> Welcome to Gen X. <laughs> and um, I survived. <laughs> so that's good. So those were cool. Yeah, and every year I try to, you know, you have to try to come up with some good gift ideas, and that's always can be a challenge. And figure it out. It's not what it's about. It's, you shouldn't stress over gifts. It's about it's about the time together. And one of the things we we do together, we all do together, as I mentioned, is drinking and eating over the holidays. And Norway seems to be very much into their Christmas food. And it's a certain menu. We've talked about it many times on the show. Well, back in the first Christmas Spectacular, you and Adorta shared what it meant to have a farm Christmas. And you talked about the food and the drink and the people um, you would find at your farm Christmas and some of the other popular regional dishes. And instead of playing some clips, because we've talked about this in various ways over the, the many years, you want to just give us a quick rundown of the Christmas food traditions in Norway, a once and for all quick overview of like, here's what we eat. Here's what some other people eat. You got the Christmas beer that your mom makes. You get the aquavit, which is the Norwegian liqueur spirits. Yeah. You want to... Water of life. What we have, what I grew up with, is different from what other people in Norway have, though. So it's, like, different from yeah, it's, where it's you're from. Regional. Yeah. So for me, it's, like, um, it's very common to have, like, gröt, which is porridge mm -hmm. made of rice, mm -hmm. on... Uh, either the day before Christmas or uh, for lunch on Christmas. Well, this is what you have to explain too, because you have you have like an almond. You you, you peel. have Christmas. You have no the day before Christmas oh, Eve. Yeah. Then you have Christmas Eve. Then yeah. you have Christmas. Yeah, and then it keeps going. Christmas keeps going, yeah. even though it's not Christmas in America. But twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, all the way to the New Year is sort of still Christmas. The week after, yeah, and the week it goes to the thirteenth day after Christmas Thir Eve. 13? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody does it for 13 Oh, yeah, days. yeah, yeah. That's like what I grew up with. Yeah. That's why my parents are like, oh, now like, uh, everybody thinks that Christmas is over, but it's not. Because I'm used to not decorating, not having a tree before the day before Christmas. Yeah, right. That's very normal in Norway. Yeah, right. But now it changed with those American traditions. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more and more common to get a tree and like decorate early and it gets earlier and earlier and earlier. So having Don't like, sound so bummed out about it. You're looking no, at a gorgeous tree right now. But I we, mean, come on, Scrooge. We, did, we didn't do it the 1st of December. We did it. I would have if I was allowed. I know. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm bringing up this because we're going to talk about the food. And when we say, oh, this is like a Christmas food tradition, it's not just one day. We're eating this every day oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back for to many days in a yeah, row. Yeah. Like I'm used to, we eat a lot of pork, pork belly and uh, some meat cakes. And my dad makes some meat dishes that takes a lot of time uh, with like different spices in. It's really good. And my mom makes delicious food. And we have yurishinke. Uh, <laughs> Everything is called Christmas like ham. Yeah, yeah, ham. And um, and your mom makes seven different types of cookies. Yeah, more. But it's like the normal is seven. But normally my mom makes more than yeah. that. 
which is super nice. And, and you got is, to go and bake with her this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was um, extremely nice. That's what we have for all these meat dishes we have for dinner on Christmas Eve. And we eat that for lunch every day yeah. till New Year's, basically. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have fish. That's normal to have. And more and more meat, I guess. But yeah. other places in Norway have lamb, for example, pinnekjöt. Yeah. It's made of uh, made of uh, sheep, and some have cod mm-hmm. and uh, lutefisk, which mm. is like a fish dish with the fish is like the consistency is like jelly. Yeah, I don't like that, but um, a lot no, of people but in do. Some, that's like more coastal, right? Yeah, 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 coastal. But it's like my parents eat it too, but they make sure they eat it when we're not there. Mm-hmm. Those are the most common. And some have turkey too. So it's different. But that's more common on New Year's Eve. But you eat through your Christmas, basically. Mm -hmm. So when Christmas is over, your clothes doesn't fit anymore. (laughs) By the end, I'm ready for like spaghetti or something. Yeah, or salad, basically. Yeah, but... It is very nice. And again, going back to the theme that I mentioned at the top, this first times, as you're describing it and thinking about it, I know what to expect. I know what's coming, but also it's good to just go into it and appreciate the traditions and what's being served and all of them, including the food drink. Um, you it's know, a what, lot of love behind the food though. Like yeah. it's if homemade it's, yeah. cookies and everything's yeah. yeah. Cooking for in the, for hours in the oven and, yeah. yeah, and that's pretty typical across the country, yeah. right? People yeah. are given a lot of tender, loving care to their yeah. to their meals. It's a huge part of it because, like you said, you're eating it every day, and you're getting dressed up and sitting down and eating it. And even the the next day, we wouldn't call Christmas. You're dressed up and having it for kind of brunch, and it goes on for days and days and days. And uh, it's nice. One of the things we didn't talk about that we had today, as a matter of fact, big part of the Christmas traditions here in Norway, the Julebrus, the Christmas soda. And instead of hearing us describe it, I thought I'd bring back a clip from the fifth annual Norwegian Christmas Spectacular when our friends Jason and Kelly were visiting. And even though it was October, we busted out the Julebrus because we knew we were going to do the spectacular and we wanted to get their tasting notes. So you can hear somebody tasting the Julebrus for the first time and how they describe it and what it tastes like. Big part of Norwegian culture here, getting the Julebrus, the Christmas soda. And you can have a listen here and a quick clip of two of our friends trying it for the first time. We are cracking Julebrus for the first time. Go ahead and give us some tasting notes. Take a sip. Give you a minute to... They're they're, they're smelling the glasses. Cream soda. Yeah. Yeah, smells a lot like cream soda. I was thinking like an A&W cream soda is the first impression on the nose. It's interesting to get the American perspective here on this uh, Eula Bruce. Hmm. It's actually a little less sweet than a cream soda. I I agree. Pretty similar. I'll try again. Coughing. Yeah. No, I like it. it, it it's very <laughs> much, yeah, I'd say it's very much like a cream soda, just m- much less sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, less creamy or? A little bit. Maybe more. Uh, yeah, maybe a little more creamy. It doesn't have as much as that root beer finish to it, but it's actually pretty tasty. 
Um, you may want to note that I have finished my Eulabrus. And uh, give me a uh, out of five star rating. What would you say? I'm gonna give it a I'm five getting, out of five. Yeah, it's a pretty yeah. good tradition. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think it's delicious. Yeah, yeah right. I, I like as far as traditional drinks and things go. I mean, for being something that we just like picked up at the supermarket right there, it wasn't it was yeah. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> five stars. We happy with that, Anadorta? I'm very happy with that. Not they over, have good taste. Not overrated. No. No, it is delicious. We had it with our popcorn at the movies today. And it yeah, was it's a good company combination. Great combination, I must say. So if you come to Norway, no matter what time of year, try to hunt down. Well, they only sell it, though. From Yeah, but like, you know, sometimes. Mm, you should be good. Visit us. We, we always should, have yeah, some anyway, extra. Drop us a line. We'll have, we'll have some Yudabrus waiting in the, in the storage for you. Okay. On to the next segment, which I call it. I'm calling this making it a magical month, not a magical day. And we often think about, well, you're like so busy leading up to the holiday, at least in in the States, you know, you got Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then it kind of just, it's done. And, you know, we have to enjoy the time leading up to it. And there was something that you mentioned in the third Christmas Spectacular that was a concept that I loved because I felt like it extended the holidays. And in fact, this might be my favorite part of the holiday. Have a listen. What is this, Anadorta? The four yules kus? Four yules kus. It's like <laughs> pre-Christmas coziness. It's like everything you do before Christmas. Mm. Um, that is like just so, nice and fun and like you, you bake and you eat it. So that's the most fun thing, obviously. <laughs> um, you get together with friends, like have um, grug, as we talked about last year, uh, which is like a spicy drink. Uh, warm, it's like glue wine, kind of. And it's like getting together, have like a Christmas uh, uh, workshop where you make like Christmassy stuff that can be furious kus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's everything like having like candles and baking and like just meeting up with friends and family. Mm. And yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> we'll get back to the show in just a moment. Would you love to have an incredible cup of coffee every day? I've tried it all. I've done the pour over. I've done the French press. But I tasted an AeroPress coffee many years ago and <laughs> immediately... I was sold. I had to get one. AeroPress is a patented three-in-one brew technology. This combines the flavor benefits of espresso, pour-over, and French press all into one compact portable device built for travel or home. I love things you can use in both places. This device has over 55,000 five-star reviews in over 60 countries. AeroPress is the best-reviewed coffee press on the planet. I've owned one for so many years. I don't even remember how long it's been. And they are under 50 bucks. So they also make an exceptional gift. Thoughtful, proven, tasty, and travel-oriented. Who wouldn't love that? Now, you get 20% off just for being a listener of this show at aeropress.com slash zero to travel. That's aeropress, A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S dot com slash zero to travel. That will save you 20% on checkout. Thanks to Aeropress for supporting today's show. 
Hey, it's Jason here. Did you know you are invited to join the first ever Zero to Travel community trip? Yes, we're planning a trip together. We're headed to Morocco November 30th through December 9th. And you can get all the details at zerototravel.com slash trip. It's open for booking now. We have 13 spots left at the time of this recording. And you have until the end of March to book. So if you're interested in traveling with an amazing community, this community, a small group of people on an incredible journey through Morocco together with me, sign up over there at zerototravel.com slash trip to get all the details. Thanks for listening and hope to see you there. Now, back to the show. There you go. The for yul's kus, which is like literally translation, like before Christmas coziness, but also it's called the Advents Teed. And this is what we're doing right now. I mean, we've been to a couple shows. We saw Annie with our kids. We saw this magic theater show that was Christmas themed. We went to the Christmas market. And I mean, this is fun. I, I would say write down all the fun experiences you want to have between now and the holidays, whatever holiday leading up to it that's busy. And, and try to do them. Shows, markets, ice skating, whatever. This is maybe my favorite part of the holiday, even though like a lot of the preparation can be stressful, but the actual doing like yeah, holiday thanks. things together, yeah. yeah, it's so nice. You know what you're getting at the holidays, but leading up, you got to enjoy that time. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't stress. Have you enjoyed having this month and some of the things we've done? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've been to some great shows. We made a gingerbread house. Yep. Baked some Baked, gingerbread cookies. Um, and we've been to like the, the lighting of the, the Christmas tree mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. And in the Barnahaga, we've been to shows at the school. It's, it's very nice. Yeah, it has been very nice. And so, you know, I know we're running up on the holidays already, but just a, just a little reminder there for any holiday. Le- enjoy the lead up. You can always enjoy the lead up. Okay. The last segment we're getting into, we're, we're coming down the home stretch, Anadorta. I know it's getting late for you. It's getting past your bedtime soon. Mm-hmm. Keeping her up late. She is a tough cookie. Okay. <laughs> we're going into our favorite Norwegian and family traditions. And, you know, I'm going to start this off in a reverse way by sharing a tradition I don't miss very much, actually, at all. This one is from the eighth annual. Norwegian Christmas Spectacular. Have a quick listen. All right, we've got a nice tradition going on here. Second year in a row where we carry the Christmas tree all the way home from the garden center while our kids lose their minds on the way. What do you think, Anadorta? Sticking to the yearly tradition? Carrying the tree about a mile up a hill home, maybe more, and the kids losing their minds? What do you think? Do you like these two Christmas traditions each year? I don't know. They're hungry. They're tired. But when we get there, it will all be worth it. Set up the tree, get the lights going. Yes, they're losing their minds. Yes, they're hungry. No, they probably didn't eat enough this morning, even though we tried to get them to eat all morning. But hey... Part of the Christmas tradition is not just the mystical, magical Christmas moments. It's also it's also the meltdowns in between. As we move to the side for a car, rest my weary arms, 
and continue carrying this tree up the hill while Anna Dorta pushes a heavy stroller. Good luck, and we'll see you at the top. You remember those days, Anna Dorta, pushing that heavy stroller around? Yeah, those were the days when I was fit, I guess. <laughs> and, um, you know, that tradition is dead for now because we have a car. Yep. I don't have to carry a tree from the garden center like two kilometers or whatever, no. although I felt pretty tough when I was doing that. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but I don't really miss it, <laughs> to no. be honest with you. So, you know, some traditions... I think I carried the tree, too. No, no, no. I carried it all the way because I said you offered to. It wasn't mm. because, you you know, you were pushing a heavy... Trust me, you were yeah, doing okay. your part. Mm. But uh, I said, no, you know, I came this far. I can't, you know, I have to feel like I did it all the way. Mm. I needed to, like, I needed to go all the way with it. If I was going to go that far, I might as well go all the way. Anyway... I'm glad we're not doing that tradition anymore. <laughs> and uh, traditions sometimes they come and go, you know. Yeah, they do. And are are there any others you wish to eliminate uh, at this time, Anadorta? Mm. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Mm. I, th- I think there's one you might like the the uh, the Christmas skunk, perhaps putting yeah, <laughs> Christmas that, that skunk out, go. ironing the go. curtains. Is that a tradition you wanna? I don't mm. need that either. That, that, much. That, that one don't need so much. <laughs> Do it your mom's. I don't mind ironing the curtains, actually. She mm. likes them nice and straight. It makes me feel good to straighten them up. Yeah. Gets yeah. me into that. No, that's mode. not the worst thing. The skunk, that can, that can. Um... Well, I mean, all kidding aside, it's kind of nice to add new traditions sometimes, you yeah. know? And I was wondering if there are any new traditions you want to add. I, I think, like, for us now, going to a show. It's yeah. kind of a new tradition. We sent, went and saw the Adam Douglas Christmas. He's like a musician Christmas show. We saw some shows this year. I feel like that's a new tradition. Like yeah. we go and see, go to a theater and see a play yeah. or a as musical. Yeah, as a family, go and see something. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and yeah, it's cool to nice. add. And, and the Christmas market has become a tradition now. And now two years in a row, we've ridden the Ferris wheel. Yeah. I have ridden the Ferris wheel all the way to the top with the kids. And that feels like it's a new tradition. So new traditions yeah. are... They oh, they are welcome. For sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great thing. Maybe, maybe going somewhere warm. Could that be a new tradition? Mm-hmm. I don't know that. You know, just mm-hmm. like every once every three or four years. I don't don't know, need just that. Throw it in. I like you know, the winter. Toss in a little island vacay. No, you know. I like skiing. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're into the final home stretch. Thanks for sticking with us. This has been fun. We, we do have a big announcement. Anna Dorta doesn't know what the big announcement is and a little surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna get to. We're getting to that. First, we're gonna share our top ten favorite traditions revealed. Da, da, da. Four from me. Four from Anadorta. I don't know what hers are. She doesn't know what mine are. And one to wrap up this episode, and one which is gonna be a big surprise. So I'm gonna go first, if you don't mind. And it's something you already mentioned. Actually, you can have a listen. This is from. This year's Yuda Grans Tenning, which is the Christmas tree lighting. It usually happens right in the beginning of December. The community comes together and they light the tree and there's some music. And I recorded the choir this year. You can have a quick listen.
I love that. I love that people can just come together. There's the ceremonial lighting. It feels like it kicks off the season. And I feel like that's when, okay, it's really begun now. We can start doing holiday yeah. things. And yeah, I don't it's know. Official it's official. Yeah, there's yeah. something about it. I don't know. And you it's know, also community. Like you feel connected with yeah. your neighbors. It's, it's nice. really cool. People come together and, and do that and light up a tree. That's a community tree. And you know, it's a lot different than being in your house and just flipping the calendar and being like, okay, it's December 1st. It's not, it feels more like a formal entry point into the whole holiday season, which I really, really love. Do you want to share one of yours, please? Yeah. One of my favorite traditions is getting into the barn with my kids and my dad Yeah, and uh, putting gröt, juregröt yeah. to... Nissen. Yeah. Put out um, food for Santa. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, I really like yeah. that. I I love that too. Yeah. I'm glad that you shared that. Yeah, you know what? And let me just, so people can kind of understand, the, the barn is it's like an older barn. And it's really cool because it's cold and you go out and you got like a big tree, like a stump of wood usually put it on. Yeah, yeah. And it's just something about... Even the sounds to me, I mean, I guess I love audio, but you know, the glass hitting the, the tree stump and the kids there and like knowing they're putting out food for the Nisa and yeah. And they're like, cute. they're a little scared maybe, yeah, yeah. but also very excited. Yeah. It's so it's fun. so magical. I love that. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that. It gives me goosebumps. That's why I love recording this special because I get to, we get to talk about these things. Okay. Um, second one for me. The the Engadol Christmas party, where you come from, there's this Christmas party. It's like in an old wooden common house. Um, everyone bakes and brings in. Everyone kind of chips. In. Where, where, where does all the food come from? It's a comedy. It's a it's a it's a, it's it's a community that chooses like a group that yeah. like do it every yeah. But every somebody year. from the community, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. it's yeah. like people from the community yeah. that bake and bring stuff in. They're singing. There's kids running around, and overall it's just super nice vibes yeah and when everybody starts getting around the tree and singing it's uh it's so cool it's just like joyous it's festive yeah and it's it's really nice and it's um it's for the kids and it's very nice Mm -hmm. what about your next one my next one is the christmas food and the Christmas cookies, the cakes that my parents are making, or my mom is making all the cakes. Um, but the reason I have it is, first of all, because it's really good to eat and drink. The, mm-hmm. But it's also the all the work and the love behind it. Yeah. Like my mom starts in the end of November preparing for all <laughs> so this. So much prep. Yeah. And then it's something every day, basically, to get ready for yeah. Christmas. So I know it's like so much work yeah, and dedication and love mm-hmm. in it. And so, you got to be a part of that this year and yeah. see how much work. Yeah. And I like when I was younger, you know, you take everything for granted, basically. But mm-hmm. getting older, you understand like yeah. this isn't like just going to the store and buy everything. This yeah. is like... Um, and also being very grateful for 
the animals that we are eating and yeah it's not just like a package in the store yeah um, it's um yeah so i just feel like that's on my top list for different reasons yeah but um yeah it sounds to me like the main reason is it's because if like your mother put so much work and your father they put so much work into doing these things it's not about the actual food and drink you're eating. It's about that they care enough yeah, to make it every year. Yeah. And especially my mom, y- like all the yeah, cakes. And love yeah. you enough and the family to, to just do these things Yeah, and put love into it and time yeah. and make it a thing. That's Absolutely. really special. Yeah. Yeah. So it had to come on my list. Yeah. I love that. My third one, Christmas at home. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, we have the the American Santa. We drop him a note. He stops by before we go up to visit your family. And it's it's a different vibe. You know, the Christmas for me growing up was always very casual. Like you get up, at, you know, super early, you open presents, you rip it open, wrapping paper everywhere. It's crazy. Everyone's laughing, having a good time. You're in your pajamas like until one, two o'clock eating kind of whatever, you know, leftover food from the night before. It's it's kind of in a way not not the opposite. It's just way different. It's just way more casual, way more less formal. Yeah. You know, we're not dressing up for anything or doing anything, at least in my family. And I think across America the traditions vary because it's such a you know, I think uh Norway is more I don't mean this like in an insulting way, it's more homogenous in terms of their traditions. Like it's it, it, the traditions are old; they kind of run through the country. It's only five and a half million people in the country, so it's set traditions with not some diversity, but not as much probably diversity in the in the personal traditions yeah. as it is in the states. So I don't know what it's like for everybody else in the states, I, I, you know. But for us, it's always been a pretty casual holiday, and so it's kind of nice because we get that sort of more formal Christmassy kind of traditional things up where you live but then here we we kind of let loose in a way just lay around in our pajamas <laughs> drink our coffee in our pajama pants and i like the open some presents i like that we have uh i like both a little bit of everything yeah yeah super it's, nice it's great all right yes my third is what you have mentioned before the horse sledding oh yeah um as we call it in norwegian mm. When we do it in the afternoon, right before it gets dark, mm-hmm. and it can be like freezing cold, or it can be like foggy, or it can be crystal clear, like the you see the stars, and it's yeah, it's very nice and yeah. it's magical with doing it like now with my parents mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. our kids and the sounds, the the bells and the horses and the the fire and it's it's very very cozy and nice and i just like every time i'm i'm just sitting there closing my eyes just taking it in and mm-hmm. feel very lucky and yeah. and grateful for it yeah that's really nice yeah i didn't actually put that on my list i guess because i mentioned it already but it could easily be you know what i, I probably should have put it instead of this one because when you describe it it takes me there again and this is where the episode started right but I, I added for my for my last one here, and then of course we have a couple more as, as I mentioned. But the Christmas market, I'm really enjoying the the tradition of taking the kids to the Christmas market. I know it's silly; they got the candy apples and the Ferris wheel and whatnot, and the talking reindeer and <laughs> all this stuff. But 
the animatronic talking reindeer, I should say, not the actual talking reindeer. It's a little but, um, weird. It's nice to go to the city and have like a Christmassy day. I don't know. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I enjoy it. You get into the mood. How about you? Well, my last on the list is to decorate the tree yeah. with my kids. Yeah. That's uh, You know what? I'm going to swap my, my last one out for that too. Yeah. Can I can I do that? Can I, I share know. that one with you? I don't know. Yeah, Please. you can. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, just because that uh, so they're nice. so excited. And yeah. now they started to like have the decoration that they remember. They're yeah. like, oh, this is mine or this is mm-hmm. like, I remember this. Yeah. And they they put their like, we listen to Dolly and Kenny and it's like our tradition. Yeah. We also decorate the tree at my parents' house and mm-hmm. that's super nice too. So that's a part of this list yeah but like doing this with my kids is it's just magical it's like then i kind of feel like the christmas isn't about gifts and like stressing around to spend a lot of money but it's about just those moments where you just spend time with the one you love Mm. and uh you do something like that and that creates memories that will like go on forever it's very nice I love you, honey. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers, Once Upon yes. a Christmas, best Christmas album ever, in my humble opinion. We love it here. That's that is great. I love when we get to decorate the tree. Totally on board with that. A thousand percent. Why do you still make me hang the Eagles candy canes, the Philadelphia Eagles candy canes in the back? Because it's a Philadelphia Eagles candy canes. Yeah. That's my football team. I know, but I don't want them in the front of the tree. But Oscar I'm sorry. Spider-Man can be hanging out right on the side he's there. I see five, Spider-Man he's from He's five years old. You're 49. It's a difference. Okay, fair point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're coming in, into the end here, Anadorta. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my favorite traditions, our favorite traditions and and kind of approaches again is like a first time in a way. And I must say from the first to the 10th Christmas spectacular, I've loved making the show with you on Adorta. Thank you. And likewise, it is, this is, I don't know if I loved it, but I always ended up loving it. (laughs) Well, remember the list is 10. So this is number nine and I'm putting Mm -hmm. this on the list. One of my favorite traditions One of my favorite parts about Christmas is getting to spend this quality time together with you and the kids and anyone in our family and friends circle. We have the chance to share moments with my mom's come to visit before. Yeah, very nice. You know, Christmas is over the years with my dad, my stepmom, sister, my nieces. And, you know, this has been one of my favorite things, making the show, getting a chance to talk about all of this and just have gratitude for it. What has been your favorite part about making this series of holiday specials? Well, obviously spending time together and you push me a little bit out of my comfort zone because I don't do this like on a daily basis. You're very hard to pin down. <laughs> but I think like maybe the like the thing that I think it's like kind of embarrassing, but I also like like when my friends and my friends' husbands, for example, are like, oh, are you making like a Christmas spectacular this year? When is it coming out? (laughs) 
and it's a little embarrassing as i said but it's also like oh it's also sweet to yeah. know that people are listening to this yeah and that's nice to think about thank you for listening yeah well that was the next thank you for doing that that's the perfect segue because that's what i was going to say i was going to thank you the listeners this is one of my absolute favorite traditions it's like a time capsule getting to have this and the fact that people listen not just friends and family we have other listeners here that enjoy these episodes but all you know of course all of our friends and family listening right now and everybody's part of this community Uh, this is what it's all about it's just sharing so thank you and of course thank everybody who makes this show possible every year in all of the shows that we're doing as we're closing out of the year i should give a you know quick shout out to like caitlin and chris our editor and janessa and yeah thank thank everybody and you know lastly it's a big announcement here on adorta yeah i was like Um, what is this are you pregnant yeah i'm pregnant i i have to (laughs) no but but first we can't go without my last favorite tradition right this is a funny little surprise because I, i contacted chris our editor here at the Zero to Travel podcast and asked him to put together a little compilation of sorts of a of a long-running tradition <laughs> that's a part of this show. And it involves Anadorta singing a special song or <laughs> not wanting to sing <laughs> yeah, a special song. Mostly that. I should say. We're gonna do that and then and then we're gonna see what Anadorta will do for us afterwards. I do want to say before we do that, this is the big announcement. This will be the last Norwegian Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. I feel like we have covered the Norwegian Christmas. We have 10. It feels right. I'm not saying that I don't think we should do any more shows together because I'm always (laughs) wanting to drag you on the podcast. When the end of the year comes, maybe we can do something different. But I feel like it's time... To retire the Christmas Spectacular. Maybe people feel differently. I don't know. We've covered every angle of the Norwegian Christmas. I'm I think sure can, there are some other angles. I think we can still get on the mics and have shows together, but this this will be the last one. So if you enjoy these shows, you have 10 years worth of Christmas holiday specials to listen to. How do you feel about that? Mm, about a little sad. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> but yes, it's probably time. But traditions don't you should keep, <laughs> keep your tradition. I'm kidding. We'll see. No, 10 is good. Maybe you'll be the one talking me into it good. next yeah, year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's okay. reverse psychology. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably time. But it made me like, I didn't know about this. So it made me like immediately like a little sad. Yeah. Well, me too. But all good things come to an end. That's why I wanted to end on a high note by sharing this compilation clip Chris put together of you and your interesting relationship with singing this song over the years. Have a listen to this one. <laughs> I think Anna Dorte is going to leave us with a little Christmas song <laughs> as she shakes her head. No. We know you're not Mariah Carey. In fact, I call you Mariah Scary. It's- Terrible. I can't sing. Give us a little something. Okay, this is Here, take, take the mic. I want you to own this. Okay, do you want to like be the choir? Sure.
Normally I sing it with my mouth voice, but Jason hates it. Let's hear it in your mouth voice. Just one little bar. All right, and that concludes the Norwegian Christmas special. One more time, <laughs> no. just a couple lines. No, then please, you have it's to backed back. by popular demand. I have had people begging to hear the mouse song again. <laughs> yeah, right. Now I can't even get into the song. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Oh, it's, I have a blackout right now. Hang on. I'm actually going to pass. This oh, year. come on. <laughs> yes, no, I am. You can't I do am. that. I'm going to refer to last year's <sighs> Christmas you episode. Uh, I'm not going to do man. it again. Uh, even if we're talking about traditions, I. Breaking I, my heart. Are you ready? Are you sure you want to listen to this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps because it's going to be like hearing this for the first time. No. Really? Uh, do I have to? Oh, you have to. You have to, like, we have to put lights on a tree. Like, we have to go on one horse open sleigh rides. You have to. Well, I'm doing it for my kids so they can make fun of me in some years. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Do you need to gurgle some water <laughs> beforehand or anything? Probably. Are you prepared? I need a lot to do this. <laughs> she's sitting up. It's like she's preparing her diaphragm. Take a drink of water. Go I ahead. Want Let's your not sick water. Gurgle it up. Do you need to call your singing coach before you? Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you going to be giving me the beat or what? Take You're the away. famous rapper. <laughs> We've been doing this for six years straight, and you still Jeez. get red in the face. <laughs> it's <laughs> embarrassing. It's a beautiful thing. I love when you sing I just that. do it because you also put this on your birthday. Listen, so do I have a choice? Uh, no. No, of course not. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> you owe me. Big time. No, not every long year. Listen Sorry. <laughs> I won't look. <laughs> okay. She's turning around. A part that Anna Dorta may dread each and every year, but she still steps it up and comes through. Do I? Can you explain what the song is, by the way? You know. It's about the mouse family that tried to survive. And if everybody are still alive, it will be Christmas next year, too. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's dark. Okay. Yeah, oh, God. Next year, I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> Come on. Let's get it going. Quit stalling. You owe me so much. You know that? <laughs> do I? Yes. Okay. What do I owe you? A lot of things. <laughs> Do I really have to do this? Yes, go. No, not every long You're not supposed to laugh. Uh, no, I don't usually do it. All right, I won't look at you. <laughs> you do something special with your you. mouth You're when you like... do it. Go ahead. No, not every long year. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Uh, I'll switch we'll my alcohol-free beer with yours. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, honey. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for bringing back one of one of my favorite holiday traditions. Yeah, right. In yeah. the mouse voice. Yes. Thanks, babe. I want to say, Elska Dai, and Merry Christmas to you. Cool you.
<laughs> well, what did you think about that compilation? <laughs> I was thinking, like, what crossed my mind was that you should be good enough in Norwegian now to <laughs> sing this song. Oh. Actually, that should be like, that's what they're like, the listeners are thinking and waiting no. for right now. I have yeah. the lyrics right here. No, that's funny and that you're trying to pretty... turn it around on me, but you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. We just got 10 years of you fighting against this song, and I think it's about time for this 10th spectacular oh that you embrace it. You embrace your inner no, mouse voice. You embrace your inner Mariah Scary or whatever. <laughs> and you just own it here. You're going to closing out. You're going to close out the 10th and final Norwegian Christmas spectacular right now, honey bear. It's, it's so been unfair. An absolute pleasure. And Give me a what, high five. Once again, you did it on your birthday, it's so been, I can't like say no. It's been an incredible run, and I've had such a nice time recording this show it has with been you. Fun. Can we have you back Except soon in less than a year? Song. Can have I, me back on this? You yeah. said it was done. On this show, on this, oh, on this podcast. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think All anybody right. will listen to this, to be honest Take with you. Take it away. And uh, you want to say one more thank you to everybody? Yeah, I will say thank off? you. And uh, for those that doesn't want to listen to this song, you can turn it off now. Peace and love but, to y'all. Have a wonderful <laughs> yes, holiday. Cool dude. And uh, take care and be nice to each other. Take it away. <sighs> <laughs> you have to pinch in this time. And it's like 15 more words, but that's enough. We'll take one verse. That's you're a rock star. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Happy New Year and all the good stuff to you and yours. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Cheers. Peace.